Welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. This series will question the assumption that people are psychologically broken and need to be fixed. We will talk about how seeing people as innately healthy will change all of your interactions and outcomes. This is a true paradigm shift, and it simplifies the entire process of dealing with mental distress and allows for more profound and immediate changes. Hello. This is Judy Sedgman, and uh, this is another edition of Psychology Has It Backwards, our podcast. And I'm here with my dear friend and compatriot in this endeavor, Chris Heath. And Chris is in Hawaii. I'm in Pittsburgh. And uh, we're anxious to share with you uh, part two of our uh, last week's podcast. We talked about stress and what it is and how people have misconstrued the, the nature of stress and where it comes from. And this week, we're going to talk about uh, the difference between managing stress and understanding stress and how to, how to handle it from a principal's perspective. So, you know, I, there are so many stress management techniques out there in the world today that it, I, you couldn't, it would take us the whole podcast to list them all. And so many people are chasing after them. You know, it's like you get more stressed trying to get to your stress management classes or your stress management coach or your, your stress management exercises or whatever it is that people do. And the fact is stress is, you know, thought, stress is a thought. And thoughts come and go on their own. And thoughts are, are quick. You know, they, they pop up and they disappear. And so there is nothing to do to manage stress. And the more we do, the more we hang on to it because the attempt to manage anything means that you've got it on your mind. So if I'm stressed and I'm thinking, gosh, I've got to get a handle on this stress. I've got to manage this stress. What am I going to do? Maybe I should go to a stress class. I better look that up. You're still thinking about stress and how stressed you are and what's stressing you. But if, you know, as you start to come to understand that stress is an interior experience, that's the, the kinds of thoughts, the state of mind you're in, and the kind of thought that you're giving to externals, which makes you believe or see somehow that they're creating stress in your life, um, then you treat it like any other thought. If you don't like the state of mind you're in, the feeling state that you're in, it has to come from your thinking. All feelings are just the shadow of our thoughts. And if it's coming from your thinking, then the answer is to allow your thinking to pass and settle down, to look for a nicer feeling, to look for quiet. But that's pretty much the opposite of almost everything that the world teaches us to do about stress right now. I mean, the goal of all the stress management things is to get people quiet, but you can't manage yourself into quiet. Quiet is the natural default that we go to when our thinking slows down. And we, you don't have to do anything to find that. The less you do, the better. You can be intentional about it, though. That's kind of the deal. Is if you, the, as you awaken to the fact that you're creating your experience, Part of what has to happen is your life has to change. So you can't continue to live in the fast lane, working 80 hours a week, you know, thinking another 20, 30 hours a week and sleeping 10 hours a week. It just doesn't work out, right? Like that, there's going to be a result to that. And the result is that you're going to be malfunctioning. 
And so when we malfunction psychologically, we're creating stress. And it affects our body, it affects our mind, it affects how we interact with people. And it also, if you've never noticed this, it's like you end up attracting trouble like there's no tomorrow. Right. It's like when you get in that state of mind, let me tell you, I, I, I find it very interesting in all the years of doing counseling with people and they come in and, you know, like they'll have be the one car in the parking lot and they'll be the one that gets hit by somebody else, you know, and things would happen to people. And then as they get into a better feeling state and they're not stressed and they quiet down and they start having more positive experiences, then all of a sudden that all of those, uh, many of those negative things drop away and the things that do happen are just part of life. They're not like, oh my God, this awful thing is happening to me or I've got to do more. You know, it's like we just get going so fast in this world and then it's kind of, you know, it's a little hard to explain, but in all the 40 some years I've been a therapist, I can tell you that that's how it is is that when people are in really stressed states of mind, shit happens. Excuse my language. I guess I'm supposed to, not supposed to think <laughs> You know, okay. it's just like we just attract it. And it's, it it's comes our way or we notice it or we pay attention to it more. And, and then stuff that's just ordinary, we see it like that. So it looks like it's got kind of a brown e- excrement over it. And it, it's it's like cleaning up your eyeballs and being in a state of, mind. It's like, for me anyway, I had to kind of consciously say, you know, I want to be more like Buddha than I want to be like, you know, some crazy person. Like I want to be healthy rather than be mentally ill. And stress is just a little bit of mental illness, or sometimes it's a lot of mental illness. So we see literally more episodes with suicide and people thinking about being suicidal and being so overwhelmed and so um, angry angry and so caught up in that negative experience that they think that somehow there's truth there, that it's not coming from them, that they're that way because the world is that way. But that's not true. It's like everybody has the capacity to quiet down and live in a better feeling. And that's what you want to be intentional about. Like, okay, I want to feel better and make that be more important than completing your your task or uh, worrying about something that's not even happening. Yeah, and I think that whole idea of intention is is often misunderstood because people see it as a goal and it's, it's not a goal. You know, it's like you don't say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to be 10% less stressed or whatever and start measuring and give yourself another thing to fail at or feel bad about. But intention is direction. And it's like if I intend, uh, you know, to be warm and my place is cold, um, it occurs to me to turn up the heat, you know, or get a blanket. But it, the thing that occurs to me to solve the problem could be different, but it's just I'm following that intention. I'm, I need to be warmer than I am. So when you say, well, I need to be less stressed or I'd like to be less stressed or my intention in life is to be happy and to be at peace, uh, that direction in itself, that's kind of like uh, uh, an internal guidance system. You kind of set your compass. And so as, you, as, as thoughts occur to you that take you away from that, 
you, you redirect yourself more readily because your intention is guiding you. And it's, I, you know, when I first got involved in the principles, I didn't understand that. And I really thought that I was going to turn into a vegetable and I wouldn't be able to do my work and I was going to get all, you know, I used to say, I'm just going to be sitting in a hammock all day because I'm so, you know, oblivious and free and my mind is clear. But having a clear mind doesn't mean not thinking. It means that the thought that you have is the thought that you need right then, and there's not a whole lot of other extraneous thoughts in the way. And so that stress is really extraneous thinking about something that might need to be addressed, but you can't address it when you're so agitated about it and you've got a zillion thoughts about it. So one of the things that intention does is it clears up your sense of direction about your life. Right. And, you know, like I, I was talking to this young man and he had been um, out of work for about a year during the pandemic. And then, of course, when they cut back on the um, uh, unemployment benefits, he with a, a union, he went back to work for like six weeks and then he got laid off again. Well, now he doesn't have that cushion. Right. So he's saying, well, yeah, but I don't have a job. I can't pay my rent. How can you expect me to get in a good feeling when that's happening? Well, you know, the deal is, is that if you do that, where you stop worrying and thinking about how you can't do something or how bad things are, or now I'm not saying it's not bad, but if you Mm -hmm. stop thinking about that and let your mind quiet, that's where the magic happens in life. And things will come to you and people walk into your life that when you're busy thinking about how awful your life is and feeling sorry for yourself, you can't see them like they're there, but you don't see them. So, you know, it's we're not saying that people right now are are stupid and they're ridiculous for being stressed during all this. There's lots of things that are going on. But the deal is you got to embrace change. Like you got to look at yourself. And how you can get in a better state of mind and what's contaminating your level of stress. And then you can see things differently. But if you don't do that, you never get to it. Believe me, you won't. Like I remember when I first went to my very first training on the principles, I didn't, they weren't even called principles then. But I remember thinking about two weeks before I went there, in my mind, I, I was like thinking about killing myself. And I thought, you know, I just want to be happy. Like, is that too much to ask? I just want to be happy. And then I was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. So I, I, I went back to trying to do my thinking in my old way. And, and, and then when I went to hear Roger Mills talk, he's a psychologist who's no longer with us, but he was an amazing, amazing psychologist. And he's one of the first people to talk about how psychology had it backwards. And I remember going to that and I dropped into such a beautiful feeling listening to that, listening to him. And then my life changed. Now, I had the same job, the same clients, the same problems with my boyfriend, the same everything, but I no longer had stress. Now, how do you account for that if it's the outside world? Okay, now... That's the deal, isn't it? It's like really recognizing like, okay, crap happens in life. There's a lot of stuff happening. But if you get into the, you know, most peaceful, most loving state of mind you can be in, that's your best shot out of it. 
Otherwise, you're going the wrong direction. Like I remember, you remember um, Enrique Suarez, wonderful psychologist. He was my teacher, and he he. I remember he told me, Chris. He said, "Just remember that it's true that all lead, roads lead to Rome, but there's two ways on each road, to and away from." <laughs> So stress is like your internal signal saying, you're going in the wrong direction, turn around, quiet down, let your feeling change, and you'll feel better again. Yeah. And the best part about that is that warning, stress, if you look at stress as a warning sign rather than as the truth, you know, the reality that I'm stuck with, then you, you catch it sooner. It's like, that's what happened to me, at least. I used to get in such a terrible state of stress, I couldn't sleep, I'd be restless and exhausted, and I was living on coffee and fumes, basically. And, um, you know, and then when I understood what I was doing, and when it suddenly dawned on me, now, wait a minute, I'm in charge of me. I'm, I'm creating this and don't even realize that I'm the one that's creating my stress, my distress, my upset, my sleeplessness, everything. And if I can do that, I can do anything. You know, if, if I'm powerful enough to make myself sick and exhausted, I am powerful enough to make myself well and happy. And, uh, and it, was a, it was a big revelation to me. But it's not like it happened instantly when I had that thought because I didn't really know. I didn't even know what that felt like. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have recognized it myself when it first happened. Well, what, one, one thing that happened is I started noticing sooner and sooner when I was getting worked up. And I started noticing more and more when I was at peace because even the most stressed people have moments of peace. They just don't acknowledge them. They, they, it doesn't register. It's foreign. And when I would have moments of peace, I would start looking to appreciate them. To start to say, you know, this is the way I really want to feel. I like this, you know, and just kind of relax into it rather than fly through it, you know, thinking I got to get stressed again, get get revved up, get going. And um, you, you lose your tolerance for stress is what happens. It's a natural, it's kind of organic and natural. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to measure it. You know, you just start to suddenly catch yourself sooner and sooner in that, circle of stress you know the the circle the spiral that people go down and and when you catch yourself and think you know i just got wait a minute take a breath slow down sit down for a minute take a little walk you know do anything that anything occurs to you that is going to clear your head and then pretty soon uh you know your worst day is like your best day used to be you know, and you're really shocked. I was really surprised about four or five months into this to realize that I wasn't having, I, I just didn't have any of the experiences that I used to have. And I was having more and more experiences that were new to me. They were like have, coming home at the end of the day and feeling like that was a good day. I got a lot done today. It was really nice. You know, I never used to think that. I used to think, oh, my inbox is still overflowing. Oh. So you know, you gotta you gotta kind of go with the fact that our natural predisposition as human beings is survival. We're here to thrive and survive. And if we just go with it, if we just follow beautiful feelings, um, our our natural inclination as human beings is to keep feeling better and better, not worse and worse. 
Now, the other thing that's true is if you've let yourself go, like if you've been like swimming in stressful, negative thinking for a while, you got to really take care of yourself. If you want to turn things around, you like going a hundred miles an hour north and you decide now you're, you're going the wrong direction. You got to go south. Well, you kind of slow down and then the, the, the change happens and you start to see in your life, like, what am I doing in my life that's like not healthy for me that I think I need to do, right? So like for me, I, I like, well, man, I'm working way too much. I can't be doing this. And so I started to see how to cut back on the number of clients I saw. And I also stopped working all night long. Now, what also happened is interesting because of course, when I did traditional therapy, I would come home at the end of the day and I have to return about a stack full of, because uh, in those days we didn't have voicemail, but a stack full of uh, notes, you know, little call notes that I have to call this client back. And I'd be up till 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, calling people back and getting them settled down from whatever, you know, trauma they were in the middle of. And then I'd start up again. Well, when I started teaching people the principles, all of a sudden, I didn't have any calls at the end of the day. Like (laughs) I'd maybe have a crisis call maybe once a month. So all of a sudden I could go home and I don't have to keep working because people are in a better state of mind. I'm in a better state of mind. And I remember my roommate at the time we went out for dinner one, one weeknight and I said, gosh, I have such a great time having dinner with you tonight. She goes, I know it is nice. It's nice that you're not working all the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops. Uh, mm, hello. But you yeah, know, it's yeah. just like things like that. And, and as I, got into a better state of mind. I stopped, you know, arguing with my boyfriend and I stopped having all this, you know, drama rama with my, with my relationship. And that, that took up a lot of time. And then I, I did things like, okay, I have to learn how to do nothing because clearly I've taught myself how to be super busy and not how to do nothing. And that was interesting because I'd say, okay, like I'm going to go out and lay in the sun. This was back in, you know, 1981. And we would still lay in the sun then. And I would go out in Minnesota and I remember laying in the sun thinking, okay, I just got to relax here and do nothing. And then my little brain would say, hey, you haven't gone to the grocery store yet. Or, <laughs> and the things that would pop in my mind were sometimes things I hadn't done in like eight years. And, and those things that um, I would uh, think of to do. And it was just like, I had to turn away from those thoughts. I had to see that that was just my little uh, Siri was just telling me things that I told her I should be doing. And, and, and it was like, let that go, just relax. But, you know, it's like, that's, and that's kind of what I mean about intentional is that you want to go towards how you want to feel, not go towards how, what you want to get rid of. So people are trying to get rid of stress rather than increasing well-being. Right. And your wisdom will tell you what you need to change if you're listening. Like, I don't know. We don't know what you should change or how to change it, but you do. And and that, that's the most, I think that's the most key point to all of this is that when you do quiet down and your mind goes still, you know, out of that stillness comes wisdom and wisdom will tell you what to do. Like one of the first insights that I had when I was so stressed and I started to look in another direction 
is that I realized I was sleep deprived. I realized I just couldn't keep going on so little sleep that it wasn't healthy. And I just, it just occurred to me, what are you sitting up ironing in the middle of the night for? I mean, so what? If something doesn't get ironed, take it to the cleaners, you know, or don't iron it or buy things that don't need to be ironed. But I was like, what am I thinking? You know, I was doing all these chores just because I felt this sense of responsibility and it was part of my stressful life that I had way too much to do and never enough time to do it. And I started just going to bed, whether I was done or not. You know, I would just go to bed. I always clean the dishes up and stuff, but I go to bed. And when I was getting enough sleep, I was more rested. And I, my mind was quieter just because I was more rested. I wasn't drinking a lot of coffee and getting all wired to keep myself awake. And the next thing in, I know, I would get other ideas. Like I decided, you know what? I'm going to join an aerobics class. You know, and I had friends that did aerobics and they thought it was really fun and I had never done it because I, I thought I was too busy. And so I joined this aerobics class that it had met at six o'clock in the morning. It wasn't like it ruined my day or anything, but it was fun. And so it, I went to bed early and got up early and went to aerobics class and came home refreshed and ready for the day. And things started to change in my life just automatically. I didn't have to think about it. Things would occur to me and I would do them and they were they were things that when they came to me, they they came with an uplifting feeling. With a feeling like, Yeah, that would be fun or yeah, that's a great idea. Not, oh no, another thing to do. <laughs> and you start to notice qualitatively those ideas that you get that are really helpful to you and are gonna are gonna make you you know, enjoy your life more, take you more in, in the direction of happiness and peace. And you start to realize the difference between that and the feeling you get when you start having negative, overwhelming thoughts like you should have done this or that. And honestly, um, you know, as like I said, it's in us to see that. It's not something you have to learn. You just know. You know the difference. And as soon as you look in the direction and one of the things that people have sometimes is a feeling, well, I don't deserve to be happy. And that's just a thought. Can't let that one go. You know, everybody is born to be happy. Babies come into the world in a natural ability to be happy. And um, that's, that's our starter kit. And that's our life skill. So don't think, don't overthink it. Just calm down and enjoy your life. And I think that that's a good place for us to end, you know, keep it simple. You know, like in the 12-step program, they say, keep it simple, stupid. And, and and that's the deal is you know the answer and you know what to do. You've probably told yourself a million times. But then your little your, your little Siri comes in and goes, yes, but you need to do da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can't do, I can't do that. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't listen, don't limit yourself. And, and, you know, there's a paradox in the understanding the principles is that the more you quiet down, the more you get done. And there, there's, there's truth in that and your life actually will get better. Now there's a couple of things I was just thinking about uh, that we haven't really talked about. uh, I'm, I'm surprised to say is that, if you want to have less stress in your life, if you're listening to this and you're really stressed and you're still not having a great shift in your consciousness about it, what we would suggest is you go to sidbanks.com. 
That's S-Y-D-B-A-N-K-S dot com. And if you go to watch on there, he's got um, videos that were made during his life. He's, he's no longer with us. But he talks from a, the most quiet state of mind of anybody that we know of, anybody that's on the face of the earth right now. And he talks about really some beautiful truths. But you don't have to listen to him. You just want to listen to the feeling he's talking from. And just go and listen to that daily and see what happens because it'll help you to quiet down. And the other thing I was thinking about, I don't know how you feel about this, Judy, because I'm going to drop this on you, but Bill Pettit, Dr. Bill Pettit has on his website a class on how stress affects you physically. You remember the name of that? I, I think it's mind body. Mind body is in the name. I, I took the class myself actually, and it's really wonderful. But if you go to his website, it's um, um, the doctorspettit.com. Yeah, the doctorspettit.com, and it's it's on that, and you can sign up for the course and take it and uh, get to have some understanding of how stress can affect you and how your state of mind creates that. So um, just some things that you could do to kind of help yourself with that. Just extra things if you want them. Yeah. But you've got the answers inside you, so keep looking. Yep. Thank you all. We'll see you next week. Aloha. Take care. We hope you heard something new and that you will continue to join us to challenge the prevailing thinking about the possibilities for health in everyone. To subscribe to the podcast, visit our website at psychologyhasitbackwards.com 